Welcome to episode 148 of CGM's Pixels in Ink podcast. Wow, your enthusiasm level just like dropped from 15 seconds ago. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, we're not allowed to talk about Phil's yeah, hilarious they, stories yeah, we on podcast. We, we were so pumped up over that. I know. Like, that was like, great. No. And then now, we've got, now we've got to calm down. I, I, people think of me as a responsible person. I don't really Who thinks of you as a responsible person? Well, they don't person. think of me as a complete degenerate. Let's put it that way. Well, well, you're not a completely degenerate. That's, did you hear that story? You are 21. I was. It's true. I'm, you're I'm better. Yeah. I've grown on. But yes. We've all got our college stories. No, that's just, I have to. I have to have private stories to tell people in private. If I make everything public, I'll Fine. be boring at parties. Like I imagine Howard Stern is. I figured he just throws hot dogs at people at parties. No, I imagine he just sits in the corner of the room and broods. That's what I picture. <laughs> be a pleasant him. change. Yeah, yeah. Pleasant change of pace yeah, from what you're familiar that's with. That's going to come up. I'm going to have a chance to ask Howard Stern. Just send him like an email. In parties. <laughs> just send an email and ask. Yeah, so Howie, how? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start off with some news. Wayne, do you actually have news today? Uh, there uh, is some news. Um, the mm-hmm. latest one, I guess, um, if we're talking about like you know time machine stuff, is the recent release of firmware 2.5 on the Ooh. PS4, which comes with all kinds of features. Which are they exciting features or are these boring features? Um, well, it depends. <laughs> like you know, if you've ever wanted that suspend resume functionality that the Xbox One has. Then the PS4 now has it too. Phil, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I zoned out for a second. Okay. I'm sorry. Can you go back? See? All right. Boring. Yeah. So Updates. basically, no, no. I'm just thinking of all the horrible things that I did. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> suspend resume. Yeah. This this is kind of like the big addition. Although. Oh yeah, no, I heard about this. The, si- the system like goes into sleep mode, yeah. and then you can go back in so that you don't have to wait for the game. Yeah, to your reload game. And yeah, your yeah, game yeah, does yeah. not shut down. You can't actually just continue on where you left off. Yeah. Um, but does that like still drain a lot of power? That was my only concern. Um, a little bit more, but you know, it's like not. Like it's going to be like you know this huge drain on your utility bill or anything. It's like that. still a really good feature for games yeah. that take a long time to load, especially for single player games. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know, like I was explaining to Melanie earlier. Obviously, what this does not mean is if you're in the middle of a raid in Destiny playing with your friends right. and you're going to suspend resume and then come back the next day, yeah, yeah, your yeah. friends have not been frozen in time waiting for you to finish the raid with them. Of they course. were all like, "Oh my god, that dude just." totally disappeared on us yeah 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 no it's for one player yeah and then it's also and then that same patch you can now configure buttons to whatever you damn well yes you can you can actually also adjust the buttons to just sort of you know permanently do whatever yeah um so if you're the sort of person who like when they're playing japanese games and you're super hardcore about you know maintaining the purity of the japanese control system where they like to make the circle button the x button yeah yeah um you can now just permanently flip games over to, like, you know, do that for you yeah. if for whatever reason you well, want. Well, it'd be nice so. just for, like, because I remember I've just had periods where, like, I've been playing, like, um, something with similar control setup, two games with similar control setups at the same time mm-hmm. that are just different enough that it, like, takes a second for my brain yeah, to Yeah, and you in. kind of wish that you could just exactly. flip it over to you. So, yeah, you can't actually do exactly. that. Borderlands and Resident Evil yeah. are two of them that they're yeah, versus see that, shooting. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah. Yes, you could oh actually God. set it up so that exactly. the control system is exactly the same yeah. between the two. I believe it. I kept so, throwing grenades in Borderlands because... Yeah. So you can actually, I thought it was just like you'd go in and manually readjust the buttons. You can actually make it game specific so that when you turn on this game, these are my controls. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You can you can actually kind of make it universal yeah, so yeah. that, you know, yeah, it just does that. But, you know, yeah. That's awesome. No, I actually like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I was actually kind of sad that they didn't include, um, which uh, at, at first there were hints that it was going to happen, but I guess it didn't make this particular one, and this applies only to me because I'm antisocial, mm. is that they did not include the appear offline mode for um, you know the friends list, 
Oh, okay. Because I was actually kind of looking forward to that because it's like, you know, sometimes, uh, and I guess this is really something that only reviewers have to worry about, you know, sometimes if I get a game early and I'm playing it and I'm testing right. out the multiplayer, other people who are on my friends list will see it's like, oh my God, he's playing that game. And then I just totally get spammed with all of these yeah. messages. It's like, how is it? Do you like it? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and it's at moments like that where it's like, I just wish that I could just set it to appear offline so that nobody would know that I'm yeah. up to and I wouldn't get spammed with all of these messages from all of these people saying, I know that you're doing this for a review, but can you please take out a half an hour to tell me what this game is like? And it's like, no, dude, I'm reviewing it right now. Yeah, I'm going to get through yeah. this. So, I agree. that You should yeah. be able to do that. I, I would have liked, yeah, I, uh, apparently that's still on the way. It will happen, but yeah, it, will it? it didn't actually make I just like it as long as you could customize way. what's broadcast publicly. Because yeah. that's the main reason why I don't really have friends, is I don't mm -hmm. want people to know, uh, on the PlayStation Network, let yeah. me make that clear, um, is I don't want fucking people knowing what I'm doing with my time. Yeah. I want people to be don't like, oh, up PS4 to Pornhub Phil or something. Was, like, like that. I don't want people to be like, oh, Phil was on up till four in the morning playing Batman again. I don't. That's. Do you think anyone's checking in on you? No, but I check in on others. Weirdo. I know. Um, Wait, no. if you have no friends, how are you checking in on people? I know. I'm making that up. Yeah. I just in general, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't like that function. And I'm like, take. It is weird because like, you can see on PS4, you can see everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, like and that makes me uncomfortable. But I think, can you set up that only friends can see what you're you doing? You can. Right? There, there yeah. are certain levels to the privacy settings where yeah. you can put it so that everybody can see what you're up to or only friends can see what you're up to or nobody can Oh, you can't set it to no one. Yeah. Oh, so this does exist. Yeah. Oh. That, that exists, but... Oh, um, I should do that You can then. add friends again. Yeah. But, okay. Well, but, this changes everything. But the thing is, though, is that, you know, it's like if you're still currently online playing a game, yeah. they will be able to see that you're playing that game. It's just that there's... There's no law. There's extra functionality on top of that where, at your discretion, you can have all of these notifications saying, I got this trophy and I got that trophy. Yeah, see, and, I just don't want you know, that. It's like blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't want to be judged for my trophies yeah. or lack thereof. And, yeah, that, that stuff you can actually make private. What okay. you can't currently do is hide when you're online, online. playing a game. Okay. That will always show up. Okay. Um, and if people are on your friends' lists, then they can see that, which so normally I don't care away. about. But when I'm reviewing a game, it's like, guys, just leave me alone because i got to <laughs> do this right now, and I'll answer your questions later, but they don't do that. Yeah. So. So that's all. Yeah. That's all. I just don't. People don't need to know what I'm yeah. doing with my PlayStation. I got that thing so I could be a hermit. Yeah. Oh. Also, there is now the ability to like you know store stuff off of the hard drive. Um, so oh, you know, like, like in if, a cloud? If, uh, no, no, not not the cloud. I mean, like if you've got a USB stick or an external oh. hard drive, you can actually start transferring stuff off of your hard drive and onto the external storage system if there's just way too much space being eaten up. That's can, nice. Can, can I watch stuff from a USB stick yet? I don't know, actually. Because um, it's been driving me nuts. Yeah, yeah. it's frustrating. I That's really the main reason know. I you, still have my PS3. You yeah, can listen ridiculous. to music yeah. that way. I, um, you can't yeah. watch things. I, I, and I think it's just purely because they want to ensure that you pay for stuff through the PlayStation Store to watch movies on yeah. their machine. That that I agree. Listen, I'm not saying it's right now. I'm just saying that's It's not going to make thinking. me go and pay more money to watch something. I'll just find a different outlet for No, it. but it will do that. For, but that's because you're resourceful. Other people will actually just spend more money. True. I'm not saying it's, once again, I'm not saying it's right. Just calling it like I see it. Yeah. It's a marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, in other news, this one is a bit of a downer. But, um, okay, so on the Nintendo side of things, there was that rumor. Everybody got all excited about, you know, the possibility that Netflix was teaming up with Nintendo to do, like, a live-action Zelda so oh, yeah. 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 Okay, not true. That's not true? Oh. This is totally not true. This is where the bad you news know, comes in. That's is that, fine. I yeah. don't think Zelda would work in live yeah. action. I really don't. 
Yeah, but like, you know, yeah, the, the official statement came in from none other than the head honcho, Satoru Iwata, the head of Nintendo yeah. himself. He just stomped that into oblivion and yeah. gave an official statement uh, saying, and I quote, as of now, I have nothing new to share with you in regard to the use of RIPs for TV shows or films, but I can at least confirm that the article in question, which was in Wall Street Journal, is not based on correct information. Okay. So he oh, just came out and said, yeah. I was wondering because I know all the other news. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was because Wall Street Journal started, and of course, if it's you coming from Wall Street Journal, it'll be like, yeah. okay, it must be true, it's Wall Street, but yeah, no. So yeah, uh, Iwata himself had to come out and just stomp that rumor and say, no. Not happening. Sorry. That's fine. So, I, I don't think it would work. I mean, like, maybe animated, but at yeah. that point, why don't you just make another game? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't... Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I really seem... don't see how that could have been, like, you know, Game of Thrones for the entire family. Yeah, it's like, but with Zelda, really? Yeah, just, uh, just certain, uh, certain... Not everything's meant to be yeah. translated into live action. Sometimes the, the reason it works is because it has the uh, stylistic exaggeration of mm-hmm. animation. Right, Mel? Mm-hmm. Yep. Zelda animation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or the Mario Brothers movie. Let us never Ooh. forget. Oh, uh, that movie. Yeah. yeah. Which I loved when I was a kid. And now? And it's, I can't. I, I won't watch it. Okay, so that is one of myself. those things yeah. where it's like you, you can't put on the nostalgia goggles and go, I can still get into this. You really are just like, this is not aged well. I just don't even want to. No. I, okay. won't, I refuse to watch it. Just like the Ninja Turtles movie. I just My memories are so fond, I don't want to spoil them. Okay. Because, I mean, like, certain... When you say the Ninja Turtles movies, do you mean, like, the first and the second, or only the first? Uh, the original. No, I'll watch okay. the second one and laugh at it. That okay. shit's hilarious. But the That's first the one, one with Ice-T, right? Exactly. Or not Ice-T. Uh, Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice, yes. But, yeah, no, the original one, I have such fond memories. I'm sure it's not... I'm sure it's better than two, for example, but there's just no way it's going to work for me anymore, and I don't want to wreck it. Same with Mario Brothers, I know I'm going to hate. Uh, so why would I do that to myself? Well, I mean, you know, it's like when you Mortal get, Kombat as well. I've you know, never when, when you get Kombat. you know Bob Hoskins, it's God rest his soul, disowning the movie and just saying like, "Oh my God, I can't believe that I ever participated." Yeah, I love. In don't movie. get me wrong, I love reading stories about the making of the Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, that's hilarious. But yeah, I don't want. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, it's Mortal Kombat, I haven't gone back. Oh to watch man, either. I love watching Mortal Kombat. Does it hold up? I like. No, I've, but that's why you love it. That's it's part of the fun. So bad. Yeah, I've watched like the scorpion fight scene on YouTube. That the was original amusing. is not as horrible as you expected. There's like two and three. Blah, blah, blah. There was a third one? Oh, yeah. Really? It's awful. I thought Annihilation was it. They made a third one, huh? I'm pretty sure they made a third one. So I remember having the same thought. There's a third Mortal Kombat? Yeah. I mean, look it up. I had no idea. That must be horrible. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right. In other news, this actually came as quite a surprise to everybody, although it was an unpleasant surprise for PS4 owners. Yeah. Um, so it's like on Monday... Uh, Bioware just suddenly said uh, there's new Dragon Age DLC that's coming out tomorrow for, you know, it's like the Xbox One and the PC Mm. and everybody was like, okay, so you probably mean like the trailer for the upcoming DLC, right? But then it's like, no, the next day rolled along and it was actually full-on DLC for Dragon Age. Just not PS4. Only for the Xbox One and the PC. Not for the 360 or the PS3 or the PS4. That's weird. Um, And yeah, it's like it's people were upset. Um, some people were surprised, although they really shouldn't have been because as far back as like E3 last year mm-hmm. when they first announced Dragon Age, they did say very, very briefly, you know, it's like almost like they were mumbling it. And there's going to be like, you know, uh, exclusive DLC, you know, coming out for it on the Xbox One. Now, this does not mean that the DLC is never coming to the PS4. It, it will. It's just mm-hmm. that legally right now. Bioware can't say when it's going to happen because of like you know contractual obligations. Okay. But 
so they cut a deal with Microsoft. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, it's it's just that you know, it's like a lot of people are upset because it's like it's not even like Dragon Age is you know, it's like Call of Duty or some other like you know really high yeah. profile you know first person shooter where you know this kind of announcement is going to have a you know some kind of influence on sales. It's like yeah. the game's already been out since November. It's kind of old news now. So how does it really affect you know anybody except for upsetting PS4 people yeah. if it comes out first on the Xbox One and PC? Well, that's but it's happening anyway. That's precisely so. why it's been done. I would think. Well, like you know, that's that's the part that you know gets really confusing. It's like you know, how would Microsoft actually find it worth it to upset PS4 people? I mean, it's like I could understand it if they did it for like you know financial reasons, yeah. but there doesn't actually seem to be any profit motive. In doing this. Well, I think I'm sure they're hoping there's some sort of profit in mm. a crossover to be done there. But I think also it's just the idea of keeping anything exclusive to the Xbox to make no. it seem like a special system that you need to own because, mm-hmm. you know, not many people. Yeah, because I mean, it's like, you know, it. everybody knows that it is coming to the PS4 sooner or later. It's mm. just they just don't know when because BioWare can't tell them because of the contract. Yeah, well, I think it's just so. in general to be like, yeah. to like set a tone to be like, listen, you get the Xbox. You get to, you get mm. you get access to all this other stuff yeah. that the, those uh, P- PS4 plebes aren't going to have. Yeah, which is you know rather unfortunate considering the way the you know global sales absolutely. are going. But I'd like, imagine you know, there, there were actually more people that have this absolutely. But and, and I'm but I'm yeah. sure that's precisely why Microsoft uh, is doing yeah. it. They're trying to do anything they can to make it seem like you should be buying an Xbox. Yeah, over that PS4 is true. Because yeah. you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So they need to manufacture reasons. And once again, Phil, with the totally unbiased, completely platform agnostic <laughs> <laughs> observations. Of I don't care if Microsoft yeah. doesn't like me. Yeah, that's true. You don't care. I uh, really don't. What yeah. are they going to do? Okay. Actually, wait. I have an Android phone. I, I, I do care a little bit. You do? Well, it's like they Android can is access Android. that. Can they? Does uh, Microsoft have any influence over the Android OS? No? Okay, yeah. never mind. Fuck Microsoft. Okay. That's, and there he goes. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. I use yeah. Word. Okay, so no, purely okay. purely within the realm okay. of uh, text-based software. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent for Microsoft. Okay, yeah, I do have to admit, Microsoft Word is pretty handy. Absolutely, I'm, I'm a big believer in. Yeah, yeah. gotta use that. Ooh, when I use Hotmail too. Okay, so there are several. Oh, re- where there are you several use Hotmail. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you are a okay, Hotmail. So I, so aren't I, I take you? it back. I take it back. <laughs> okay. In in the realm of old, PC stuff. Yeah, of old technology that mm-hmm. I got used to um, before I before I got and went into uh, alternative. Uh, companies, mm-hmm. I still will stick with Microsoft. If okay. it was on Windows 98, I'll still use it. Okay. Yeah. But not Windows 8, obviously. Uh, no. Who cares? Yeah, okay. no. Those days are done. All right. Yeah. All right. Looking at it, it doesn't look like there was a second or a third. I they, didn't they think so. They planned it, and I buy it, and it's supposed to be Warner Brothers. They're animated and, movies. Uh, are you thinking of the animated movies? I think it was supposed to be Warner Brothers and Universal, and they never did it. Yeah. I didn't think there was a third one. Because I remember reading about it once going, there's a third one? Yeah. I don't know what happened to that. I didn't think so. I mean, that good second, that there wasn't a third one. I think it's just that second one was so bad. It felt it like was. two movies. It was absolutely awful. Yeah. I watched it not too long ago. I was like, ugh. No, it's embarrassing. Okay. And the last bit of news I have, unless somebody else wants to like run away with this particular news story, mm-hmm. since you've all probably heard about it, X-Files. Yeah. Yeah. X-Files is coming yeah, 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 back. Yeah, yeah, Apparently yeah. six episodes. Is yep, this, yeah, limited series, which I was surprised became a big news thing uh, this week because uh, uh, David Duchovny actually said that on Bill Maher like three weeks ago. Oh, okay. Just no one picked it up. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, which shows you just how much credibility people have given him, I guess. Is Bill Maher, yeah. I, well, I think it's just the audience for Bill Maher is not like super into the X-Files. Okay. I think there's not a lot of overlap yeah. there. Not a lot of people who are like you know going to write stories for IGN yeah. are tuning into real time with Bill Maher. And actually, it wasn't even Bill Maher. It was the online exclusive after show. Okay. So, yeah, it wasn't. It was playing to a small crowd. 
But anyway, uh, yeah, no, I'm for it. Um, with well, one, I mean, it's like, yeah, David Duchovny, Jillian yeah. Anderson, with Chris Carter's coming back. I'm so. for it, but with one caveat. And that is? It, it better not be all about UFOs. Oh, okay. So I'm, you were you were not a big fan of the not really. UFO lore. Well, it was just the, it was just it was the lost problem. Mm-hmm. It was that uh, they started a conspiracy they had no answer to, yeah, and then just spun their wheels. And they did it before Lost exactly. ever did. Exactly, and that's why like I never watched Lost. Is lost because did. I got burned on X Files and okay. I learned, and so I don't fall for that nonsense anymore. Okay. Um, but yeah, but no, if they come back and they do some Monster of the Week episodes, I'm mm-hmm. all for it. It's just the alien conspiracy stuff. They, you know, they didn't they didn't know what they were. The truth was never out there. Yeah. Yeah. But the truth is made up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, I don't care. That's, I mean, like as far as I'm concerned, that's evergreen. Yeah, you know, like supernatural monsters are always fun. Yeah. And just like a good just combo. like Jillian Anderson herself, who somehow looks like she's gotten more attractive as the years have passed, good which is her. like that defies all the laws yeah. of physics. But okay. The other thing I like about the X Files is that I've always felt that is very uh, self consciously Chris Carter just decided to put together Agent Starling from Silence of the Lambs and Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks and have them go chase monsters. Yeah. And I think that's still to this day such a brilliant fucking idea. I don't mm. think I don't I don't care that he knocked those off. That I wonder great, if great they're thinking. going to um, retain the synth composition opening oh, of the to. theme song. Or, oh, you have like, to. We've got more of a budget now. Let's go full on orchestral with this and nah, like have those violins screaming and stuff. Nah, there's no way they'll stick with All that. Right. That music's amazing. Mm. You can't touch that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, cautious optimism, of course, as always. But at the same time, like, X-Files are not perfect. I've seen plenty yeah. of crappy X-Files yeah. stuff. So, like, you know, the standards, as long as it's, as long as it's better than the last movie, I'm, a ga- I'm game. Actually, I don't think I even saw the last yeah, movie. I saw the first don't, one. Don't do that. Okay. Don't see the last one. Oh, really? No. Okay. Wow, that bad. Well, I mean, mm. it's not, like, abysmal. It's just, like, they got me all excited that there was going to be more X-Files mm. when they did that to me. So, yeah. Okay. But anyway, um, all right, well, transitioning, I actually have a video game news story. Oh, my I God. you mentioned, okay. um, which is, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of old news now, but it's still worth discussing, which is that uh, Jason and Predator are going to be in Mortal Kombat now. Oh, that's mm. right. They oh, are. man. How great's that? Is Are they going to be, like... Free, or are you going to have to like buy them for like ninety nine cents? I think it's I will buy them like two bucks. I think yeah. I think right now it's like a certain pre order you get them with or something like that. And then eventually, and one would only hope it's like, but the beginning of Mm -hmm. all these of a classic. I've I've always said I I wanted a fighting game with the with horror movie monsters. And if they just if they if that just is part of Mortal Kombat now, fine. Yeah. There's, but what a perfect franchise for them to get in together. I no. can't wait to see what Jason's they, finishing. They just moves need are. to bring in like you know the original Alien, and you know it's like yeah. Well, well I mean, one maybe, would assume if they could get Predator, yeah. they can get Alien yeah. and bring mm-hmm. back Freddy. Only do it with they, Robert Englund. Yeah, bring back Freddy. But do but I'd be all for it. But they got to do Robert Englund Freddy. They can't yeah. do yeah. that remake Freddy nonsense again. They, they got to get Pumpkinhead in there. Oh, Pumpkinhead would be great. Yeah, Pumpkinhead would be great. I mean, all of them. Jason, Michael Myers. The, the John Carpenter thing, which would just like, oh, that would be so messed oh, up. Oh, that would be really wild, yeah. Monster, it was just yeah, like a, a shape-shifting monster that yeah. embodied all of the bizarre creatures we yeah. see in the thing. Yeah, that would be awesome. And just like, you know, eat And then Ash, wrists. of course. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, it would be... So, yeah, I hope... You know, even if it's only just those two that are in it, that's exciting enough. That's great. But I hope it's, like, but the beginning of a series of classic movie monster DLC. Even Frankenstein. I don't care. Bring them all in. But, um, but, but like yeah, classic monsters as opposed to like you know you don't you don't want to see like you know the modern interpretations. 
Yeah, no, no, no. It's got to no. be like proper Bela okay. Lugosi in Bela Lugosi film. Boris Karloff, no. Frankenstein, and Bela Lugosi Dracula. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, not Gary Oldman Dracula. I, you know what? No, that'd be fine. Really? You'd be okay with Oh, that? yeah. Okay. I right. love Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. Especially if it was like the old, like vaguely uh, um, drag queen version. Oh, okay. At the very beginning. Yeah. That'd be some awesome. I Dracula. wouldn't mind if they brought in Keanu to fight him. And then that would be hilarious. Oh, well, you know. For the laughs. Yeah. But, uh, you know. yeah, yeah. Maybe if like he came in as part of a finishing mm-hmm. move or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where he would like bore the character to death mm-hmm. with his English accent and bad yeah. acting. That'd be good. But anyway. Exciting news. Mel, you really don't have anything to say about how great this is? I'm really excited. I, I'm, I'm afraid, though, to get too excited. Why? Because I want to see, see Freddy in there. Back. I'm sure they will. Because well, Predator. Because here's the thing. It's, then it, it just it, makes me want a whole monster movie fighting game. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mortal Kombat people. Which is like, I, I guess it's just licensing that's stopping them from doing it because that well, seems like such a no-brainer but if it's to have like, a movie monster fighting. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be NetherRealm. Yeah, yeah. And, but also isn't, if Warner Brothers Games is putting this out, right? Yeah. Well, they own Freddy, so Freddy's not an issue to get in there. I know, but will they put him back? That would be stupid I, not to. I, yeah, I find it hard to believe that they put Jason in and they're not going to have Freddy. Freddy? Yeah, yeah because everybody is going to have, yeah, everybody's going to be having Jason versus Freddy matches. I'll bet next Halloween they just have a batch of them. Five, five horror movie characters in Mortal Kombat. And then Halloween. they should just make the dude who's a stupid Mortal Kombat not exist and make it all horror. I agree. It would be great if there was an all horror fighting game. But yes. if the only way I'm going to get to live out that dream is through Mortal Kombat, that's the best one. Are they going to put Ghostface in there too? At least you get. Yeah, I'd have Ghostface. Yeah. Why not? I have them all. Yeah. Who else would be good? Chucky would um, be interesting. Chucky, of course. Yeah. Um, so that crazy leprechaun? Ooh, Her- <laughs> Herbert West. Okay. That'd be great. From Reanimator. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, that crazy leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Leprechaun. He's, he's just a leprechaun. Leprechaun would totally be good. Because oh. uh, he'd have good one-liners. Um, uh, Pinhead, obviously. Oh, okay. Or any of the Cenobites, for that matter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the girl from The Ring. Ooh, Samira. yeah. Yeah. Or the three grudge ghosts together as one character. Okay. Um, there's a lot more than three of the those. Monsters from there's the three main ones. Though. Yeah, because they made four of those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's three main ghosts yeah. that we all know. The Kitty Cat Boy. Exactly, Kitty Cat Boy and oh, yeah. backwards backbreaking girl. Yeah. And a third backwards one that's right. Bra- a third one that's uh, hair girl. Yeah. I'd call her. That yeah. backwards backbreaking. The monsters from Chud. Yeah. Now you get the Chuds in there. Then you get, get the, the Gremlins. Ghoulies, in the, there. Gremlins. Ooh, the Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. Munchie. Yeah. Um, the whole gang. The whole gang. And I want this to happen. I know. All right. What was the one that was kind of like Gremlins, but it was like, you know, the little critters. monsters from outer critters. space? Critters. Critters. Oh, the yes. critters would be great. Yeah. That's a great design. Yeah. I love those critters. So, yeah. They're creepy. Though. Yeah, they are really They're good. They're adorable and creepy. They are adorable and creepy. I agree. Phil, so, I have a random question for you. What oh, you got? sorry. Wait. No, it's just now we're upsetting ourselves talking yeah, about this great see? monster fighting game. Well, I've always wanted it. I'm surprised yeah. I didn't bring it up with you guys before. Yeah. It's been my dream since I was a little boy. Did you buy anything on the under a dollar flash sale? Last weekend? No. I know. I know. I didn't know it happened until it was over. I felt like yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's why they're called flash sales. I know, they yeah. Just don't, they don't last very long. That was the they're thing. a few days, though. They're like, it was a good three, four I days. I know, but I was doing stuff. <gasps> doing stuff? And why you didn't go out? Go no, I do. I have friends, and I do things. We just think you don't have friends. I know. For one friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have I have friends no, and, and, and a life and all sorts of stuff. Because you missed some awesome... Awesome I stuff. know. I was really bummed when I found out about yeah. it. I assure you. I actually forgot about it and then remembered it in like the last. What'd you get? So much. I got 16 games for $13. Whoa. So like all the Sam and Max games? No, I love Oh, Sam those Max. were on sale? Yeah. Okay, I mean, it's like I, I bundles, had them all. So. Yeah. The bundles. 
I haven't played all the Sam and Max okay. games. So They're great. Them. Yeah. I got yeah. all kinds of stuff I would have never bought. Like, um, one where you build towers. You play God and people try to build towers and you just send lightning down and destroy the towers. Oh, that sounds pretty fun. Prevent them from building. Is that Babel or something yes, like that? Is Babel that what it's called? Yeah. Okay, I do remember yeah. that game, kind of, sort of. Were there any, like, th- they were all, like, online release games, though. There were no, like, No, there's a lot titles. of. No, like, there was. Uh, there was Gravity Rush for Vita. Oh, right on. Oh, that's a good game. There was some full titles. Wild. It was that. It was awesome. Yeah, I missed it. Yeah, I need twenty-five I more games up. on my PlayStation apparently to yeah. install it. But oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I know Wayne do? bought Surgeon Simulator. You should mm-hmm. talk about that Wayne when we get to what you've been playing. I got Surgeon, Surgeon Simulator. Simulator. Yeah. Alrighty. Shall I? Uh, I got the. Let's, let's you go. keep going. Yeah. Keep I'll going. Some more news stories. All right. Uh, yeah, we talked about this a few weeks ago, um, oh and, and now it's official. Uh, Michael Bean has signed on for Neil Bond's yes. movie. It's only a matter of time. Yep. So he's on board, and uh, yeah, and then there was also a weird story where Bonkamp didn't get into specifics, but he said that uh, he actually had to change his mo- Alien movie slightly because of Prometheus Two to make things consistent. Hmm. Not okay. quite sure how that relates to anything, but it at All least right. suggests that there might be aliens in Prometheus 2, which would be a big step forward okay. for that franchise. We mean, like the movie, remember? Yeah, but you have to admit it would have been better if there had been some aliens. Yeah, on. yeah. but I, I still found Prometheus to actually be like an interesting film, despite yeah. the fact that people did not know how to run left or right when gigantic stars were so it, it had No, I, and so. I, don't, I don't hate Prometheus with the pa- fiery passion that some people do. I thought it had some good stuff in it. I, I maintain that surgery scene was fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. my God. And nothing else in the movie was, was worth yeah. it for that. Yeah. But it definitely, you know, it did not live up to the hype or the trailer. you got to at least admit that. Yeah, I mean, it was flawed but interesting. Yeah, so. yeah it's still interesting. Yeah. It's just, you know, yeah. I but expected like, a masterpiece. You know, that's, that, that's my thing. Is like, you know, it's like I, I do have, like, a soft spot for, like, you know, the big, ambitious, messy science fiction films that, you know, it's like maybe, maybe they don't, you know, it's like hit all the notes that they were, you know, going yeah. for, but, you know, I still like the fact that they tried. Yeah, you got to admire And obviously it's like, you know, yeah, the Ridley Scott, like, cinematography is just like, oh, man. Oh, it looked beautiful. still makes a beautiful movie. Yeah, yeah. it really, really did. Yeah. Um, all right, next up, uh, the Russo brothers, who directed uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, are Yay. officially directing uh, Avengers 3 and 4 Infinity yeah. Wars, and including, uh, and also Civil War. Oh. So they're, like, the big they're boys on the block yeah. now. Yep. Um, which I'm fine with. I mean, obviously, haven't seen Civil War, but uh, Winter Soldier was so damn good that uh, I I trust those guys implicitly. So, yep. Yeah, so damn good, and yet not very funny. Yeah, it wasn't funny. Yeah, the 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 comedy quotient compared to other Marvel movies was pretty low. Absolutely, compared to other Marvel movies for sure. But it still had some laughs. It's just it was a genre thing. Yeah, if you're gonna do a political Mm -hmm. thriller. You can't have slapstick. Yeah. You know what I mean? doesn't fly. But it had some funny bits. I thought that uh, the like that uh, there was good patter between Captain America and Black Widow in that. Mm-hmm. There were some funny bits, like when they were in the Apple store yeah. and they were kissing on the escalator to avoid the douchebag. Yeah, yeah there, there were still a few moments here yeah. and there, but you know, it, it definitely wasn't playing out and the that, whole oh, big, oh, fun-filled oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel universe. It wasn't, but that was yeah, also part of the yeah. fun of it, yeah. is it changed things, and yeah. they're good at that. But and then also, I just thought the gigantic uh, old computer that uh, what's his face had imprinted his personality on yeah. that made me laugh too. But it was cute. Yeah, yeah. it was cute. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they're doing uh, Infinity War, um, and uh, yeah, no, I'm fine with that. They did such a good job, and I've got a feeling that Civil War is going to be great because that's always that was always yeah. such a. Great Although I mean, concept. if they're if they're doing like you know the Infinity War, then this is going to tie in with like you know the Infinity Gems and all that stuff, yep. and like. You know, James Gunn has already like sort of made out the you know Marvel cosmos to be you know it's like another fun happening neurotic sort of place where jokey jokey stuff happens. So mm-hmm. these guys are going to come in and 
turned it all like you know deadly serious. I see. I see what you're worried about. Cosmic stakes. Um, and we're also, really going to drive home just how super important. I should also is, mention so. that before directing uh, Winter Soldier, these guys did uh, Community and Arrested Development, and uh, okay. pretty well just comedy. Yeah. So it was actually um, it was actually different for them. Oh, all right. To have a darker movie, okay. so I wouldn't worry about their ability to, right. to get some laughs. It's going to be okay, Wayne. All right. Don't worry. But also, Infinity War's got to be a little dark, right? Because that's the most deadly man in the universe. Well, if we're, we're talking about Thanos, man. right? Thanos, yeah. Thanos, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. The mad titan Thanos. Yeah, so. Thanos is going to be at the center of something. It's not going to be a barrel of laughs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. He all right. already yeah. does when no one's around. He's a pretty serious guy. Thanos? But Th- Thanos just sits around plotting, like, the ultimate death of the universe. Yeah. That's I what the guy does. Did you see his daughters are like? I mean, like, that's, that's, what, that's what people do when no one's around. Abuse. Fair enough. All right, next one. This news was probably the most exciting that I read all week. Um, did you guys see the Fargo TV series? You guys watch that no. at all? I nope. haven't even watched the movie. I tried. Oh, like, oh the movie ago. is a brilliant. Oh, oh, tried movie's maybe, so it was about good. a month ago. I'm like, I should finally watch this. I couldn't keep it's, watching. It's so boring. It's a what? masterpiece. No, it's not boring. No. You're crazy. I really want to get because it has been so acclaimed. I'm like, I would like to watch this. It's a masterpiece. I, just, I can't. Yeah. It's an absolute masterpiece. It's an amazing film. really bored. I might have not been in the right mindset. Yeah, no, you got to be in the right mood. And also, it's hilarious, but you got to be. But it doesn't like signal the joke. So you got to be paying attention. Were you doing stuff the same no, time? No, I was actually watching it, but I was kind of okay. tired. I don't think that helped. And I was sick of winter here, so seeing more winter didn't help. Yeah, yeah no, I still like I still like Barton Fink thing. more, but yeah, I, I really, I really, really like Barton yeah. Fink. Yeah. Intriguing. I mean, yeah. I don't dislike Barton Fink. No, I, don't get me like, wrong. No, it's like Barton it's Fink just not my am- favorite yeah, of no. their movies. Barton Fink is amazing to me. I, I don't know what it was about that film, but yeah, yeah something just resonated. In me. No, it's really good. John like Goodman like running down that hall yeah. screaming, oh, I'll show you the life of the mind. And yeah. it was like, what is happening? Oh, I know. I, I <laughs> like it insane. a lot, I do. Fargo, yeah. I just, um, I don't know. Fargo, I feel like, captures what it's like to grow up in uh, like a small town in Canada yeah. better than any Canadian movie I've yeah, ever actually, seen in my entire that's life. that's true, even though it's not Canada. But still, so that I'll always yeah. love. Plus, it's like, funny in a like sick nasty way it's very serene and that's my favorite yeah. thing yeah. in the world and also it's as close to like real realism as the Coen's ever done but anyway mm-hmm. the Fargo TV series is what I, I got off to here um, and it was really good too it's not as good as the movie but okay. it's worth a look and the reason I bring it all up is they're working on a season two. The season two is actually going to be a prequel. That's a correct mm-hmm. use of the word prequel, Mel. Oh, and, um, <laughs> and uh, it's going to take place in the 70s. Um, and in the background, I'm not sure how inherent to the plot this is going to be, but uh, it, it's going to be 79, which is when Ronald Reagan was running for president. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring this all up is that uh, Ronald Reagan is going to be played by Bruce Campbell. Oh God! Which is like the greatest thing I've ever heard in the world. Wow! Yeah, right. Bruce Campbell is the president of the United Reagan. States. Yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of amazing. How could that not be great? I really want to see his interpretation of Ronald Reagan. I know. Because right? to me, it's like you know, Ronald Reagan as a president is still fresh in my mind. Yeah, yeah. After all of these years, I still know all of that guy's mannerisms yeah, and yeah, the jelly yeah. bean thing. And, yeah, yeah. You know. Bruce Campbell's gonna do it. Yeah. How exciting is that? That's that's crazy. Isn't that great? Yep. So yeah, I've been kind of giddy about that. No, I would you know, actually you like to see shockingly it, yeah. unexcited, Mel. I thought you liked Bruce Campbell. I do, but I watched Burn Notice, and he wasn't super fantastic. Well, that, yeah, so. he makes shit, Mel. That's his deal. <laughs> <laughs> even for Bruce Campbell, it wasn't. I think this is, he's getting old, right? So. Yeah, I know, but I mean, this is different. This is gonna be him playing Ronald Reagan on a Fargo show. It'll be fun. All right, 
Uh, next up, I'm hoping you guys can explain what this is to me because I've never read it, but I guess they're making a movie out of the book Ready Player One. Yes. And uh, Steven okay. Spielberg is going to direct it. Yes. Which I'm very, okay. which, so I'm I, intrigued. I can completely explain this. Has anybody else here read the book? No, but okay. I mean, like, I read the puzzle, and I guess it's something to do with, like, um, some sort of, like, uh, virtual Second Life video games taken over the world, and they're, the person who designed it has left an Easter egg within it that if you find it, you get his entire fortune and then control over the video game world. Yeah. Which is, yeah. which is a killer yeah. I mean, like, I'm fine like, with that. Like, the single fastest way to explain this is just imagine that, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like VR has completely taken over the yep. internet, and it was made by Willy Wonka, yeah. and oh, Willy yeah. Wonka is now basically from the grave, because yeah, yeah. he's been dead for a while, but yeah. the Willy Wonka version is like, I'm running, you know, it's like, there's a golden ticket out yeah. there somewhere, and you have to find it, and if you do find it, I will hand over ultimate power of this virtual world to yeah. whoever finds this golden ticket, yeah. which in this case is a video game Easter egg. Yeah. And uh, the, the entire book is all about, you know, it's like the story of one ambitious kid who, yeah. um, I believe that they're called um, gunters, is the slang term that they use in the book. Mm-hmm. Which is like you know just a, a word combination of like you know Easter egg hunter, yeah. gunter. So this kid is a gunter, and you know he's like he's from the projects. You know it's like he's he's living in a trailer park, a really bizarre futuristic trailer park. Mm-hmm. But you know it's like he's one of millions of people all over the world that is trying to track this down because it's like for years mm-hmm. people have been trying to like you know unlock the secret of this and they have not been able to do it. Mm-hmm. And then at the start of the book, this kid actually manages to stumble onto the first real relevant clue. And the game is on because as soon as he does that, yeah. all of a sudden it's like this brand new leaderboard just opens up. You know, it's like all over the entire internet universe saying that this kid is like number one in the lead. And then all of a sudden everybody is like, oh my God, who is this guy? We've got to find him. There are even like, you know, big corporations that are trying to crack course, this because yeah. even they don't have control over this virtual system. Yeah. They're at its mercy because it seems, you know, largely autonomous. So yeah. it's, yeah, I, I find it interesting that they're going to turn this into, especially with like, you know, Spielberg. Um, being the director for this, yeah. I don't, sort of I don't, heartwarming ET. Well, that, that's kind of the part that sort of. But Spielberg's I, done dark though. Minority Report yeah. was pretty dark. Well, like you know, that's the thing. It, it it doesn't actually have to be a dark movie. I just yeah. don't know how I feel about you know the fact that they're asking Spielberg to make um, a movie where the the premise of solving the mysteries and like you know the single most important thing in this internet universe for whatever reason is. 80s nostalgia. Yeah. 80s nostalgia rules everything. So basically everything. you but, built it. But yeah. who, but I mean, there are a few people that defined 80s culture as much as Spielberg. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what like I mean. the guy to like, do it, right? Yeah, it seems like it should be the guy to do it, and yet at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, it's like, can, can even he sort of like, you know, go back and say, I'm going to make like, you know, this nostalgic love letter to the 80s, or would he be like, you know what, I, I really don't want to go back to that place. I know that you guys are picking me because I was the master during the 80s, but... You know, I, I really don't want to return to that space. Like, I don't know. Although, I mean, but, but, but at the same time, uh, I don't think uh, Spielberg is fighting to get any job. I think if he's doing a movie, it's because he wants to, to yeah. do it. Yeah. So, and, and if this movie's going to get made, it's because he wants to make it. So I wouldn't worry about him being uncomfortable with it. Okay. I'm sure he has yeah. a specific thing. I mean, yeah, and we'll, I, we'll see I, how it goes. There's but. no doubt in my mind he could do 80s nostalgia. That was the peak of his life. Yeah. So one would assume that's burned into the memory. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just wondering whether it's going to feel like you know forced or too self conscious gotcha. or something like that. Where he's like, you know, it's like, ah, ah, see, it's like I just made a reference to ET. Guess who made ET, kids? That was me. I know yeah. what you're saying, but, but it, like, there's not really 
but he doesn't really do that. Yeah, he doesn't do really self-referentiality or disappear. Up yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes. But I, I mean, I can't actually explain in concrete terms why. But for whatever reason, when I heard that, it just seems like an Spielberg. Yeah, when Spielberg was going and making like you know a futuristic film about eighties nostalgia, it just struck a weird chord mm. in my emotional reaction. Where like, see, I'm me, not sure this is actually a good idea. See, to me, I'm into it just purely because he hasn't done it a million times before. Mm. And that's when I find he's normally at his best. Like I said, like I love Minority Report, and I never would have guessed that Spielberg would do like a Philip K. Dick this yeah, science fiction adventure, and then he did one of the best ones until the ending. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping that, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited that he's doing a blockbuster at all. Yeah. Because he's sort of, he, he'd kind of gotten out of that. I mean, I guess he did Tintin, and Tintin was fun. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's been a solid 10 years since War of the Worlds. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I'm so just, the, the fact that he's going to do entertainment at all, like, he's in a, one of the most talented filmmakers that's ever lived. And if he wants to make something, you know, serious and sincere, he can obviously do it very well. Mm-hmm. But I, his true gift is is pure fun I and just, audience manipulation yeah. he hasn't done it in so long yeah. I'm just excited I to just see wonder how they're going to like you know handle I, I guess for a studio this big licensing is not going to be an issue or mm. anything like that but but don't forget I mean, Spielberg's the guy that got all the animation companies to do Roger Rabbit yeah he's very good at that because like you know there are at least within the book there are like you know very specific portions where um, people will actually have to as parts of solving puzzles in, in the attempt to like you know uncover this easter egg secret they will do things where they'll find themselves virtually within a movie and they oh, have yeah. to and they have to like you know properly recite the lines and all that sort of thing from those movies oh, in yeah. order to advance and the movies that get invoked in the book yeah. are like um, Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail oh, yeah. and War Games with Matthew oh, Broderick yeah. and all that sort of thing where it's like so, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'd be interested to see from a legal perspective what they're going to do with the whole. It's like, okay, so now we've got to recreate the opening to War Games. Yeah, yeah. Only this kid is going to be playing, like, the role of Matthew Broderick and is going to have to, you know, like, recite all the Matthew Broderick lines, blah, 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 or else, yeah, yeah. you know, he's going to fail the test and it's going to kick him out. You know, yeah. it's like, so I, I wonder what they're going to do about, you know, stuff like that. With, well, you know, like I said, Spielberg managed to talk Disney and Warner Brothers into bringing their characters together. Mm-hmm. No one else did it before no one else didn't since so yeah. i think if anyone can make that happen it'll be him or there'll be a completely different reinvention yeah Who i'm knows? also i'm also just like super curious to see what they're going to do with like you know the the ultimate romantic moment in the book where you know it's like they invoke cindy loppers time after time and people are dancing in like zero gravity and all that sort of thing followed immediately i think by you spin me around by dead or alive <laughs> That comes up later. It's just like yeah, it's 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 all kinds of crazy. But like you know, the the driving force yeah. behind this virtual universe because the guy who created it grew up in the eighties is eighties nostalgia. Yeah. Just fuels everything about this virtual universe. So if you want to get anywhere in solving the Easter egg, you have to become a master at you know it's like eighties trivia, yeah. which is what this kid is. Even though he you know it's like yeah. didn't grow up in that decade. You keep saying kid. How old is he supposed to be? Um, like high school student. In the in the original book, he's like you know a down on his like high school student so it, it takes place over you know a respectable period of time but I think in the beginning he's like you know 15 14 or 15 okay. years old or something like that I uh, think I have the book at so home I just haven't read it yet intriguing it's uh, it's a very easy to book read I mean it's like you know one easy of the easy to book read huh? oh yeah it's yeah. easy to read book yeah yes but yeah because one of the chief complaints that I've heard from a lot of people was that they were expecting this you know virtuoso writing performance of like you know William Gibsonian you know it's like mm-hmm. um, you know quality yeah, and it's instead it's 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 pop it's really easy yeah. to get into the language is not particularly complicated the characters are not you know complex noir characters or anything like that it's it's just a simple fun romp and 
a lot of people blasted it for that because they were like, you know, this this is pablum. Like this is insulting yeah. to my intelligence to well, read. Well, on this. the plus so, side, uh, blockbusters don't generally have yeah. face those type of expectations. Yeah, so exactly. It it's 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 very lowest common denominator denominator friendly in that yeah. regard. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like people, especially science fiction fans who initially heard that, you know, like this was this big virtual reality romp. They were expecting quite a bit more than what the book was actually offering. So, you know, there, there was a bit of, you know, uh, blowback from that. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I read it. You know, it's like I enjoyed the book. I've still got it sitting on my Kindle. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board. I'm just glad yeah. that Spielberg's doing a blockbuster again. No one's better. It's been long enough that uh, I'd be curious to see what he can do with current technology. I, I would be really <laughs> curious to see them just doing a recreation of the opening of War Games. I just yeah. I want to see that. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. will these guys actually be able to get the license to do this? And then will they just go in there and like actually construct an 80s arcade, I mean, how, get how, all the machines in there? <laughs> Wayne, how much could it cost to yeah. get the rights to War Games? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not... Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Plus, what they'll probably do, it's a Warner Brothers movie. They'll just make it all Warner Brothers movies. They don't have to pay anybody. Oh, uh, okay. That'd be a little disappointing. What, what like, big 80s films? Warner Brothers? That Warner Brothers has could they stick in? Well, Tim Burton, Batman. Okay. Did they do any of the John Hughes stuff? Like, you know, Pretty Pink or Breakfast at Tiffany's? Was I any of that there? I honestly just, don't. Okay. I have a hard time uh, right. uh, keeping that stuff straight. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll do something. Yeah. I guess. We can talk. Spielberg can but yeah, ready, out. ready player one. It's like you know, un- unlike most people, I actually did enjoy the book, so cool. I- I'd be curious to see how Spielberg handles the this interpretation. Me too. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, it took um, a while though. I mean, from what I'd read, the rights to the book actually got bought up back in like 2010. Yeah, and that's just, just how the movie of, industry yeah, works. Development hell for all this time. It takes a while for everything to happen. Yeah, that's not abnormal. All right, um, so yeah, that's it for me on news. I guess I'll do uh, do my movie this week. Um, you liked it. You liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it follows. Um, yeah, it's it's, a new, it's ho- new horror movie. Too bad I'm not going to be able to take your review advice and watch it in a theater because I don't think I could handle that. So because <laughs> you know that violates my three step process for watching horror. I movies, hear you. So. I hear you. Um, but this one actually I think would be good for your three step process because it's mostly like tease and uh, suspense okay. and build up. So okay. like if you were going to fast forward uh, from the beginning of a suspense sequence mm-hmm. to the jump, you'd have to do like 20 minutes or something like that oh, sometimes. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, so it follows. Uh, it's a low budget uh, horror flick by David Robert Mitchell. Uh, premiered at Cannes last year. Uh, played at Toronto. Played at Sundance. Uh, Build up a lot of attention. Got and the title s- is? It follows. Okay. Did I not say that already? I'm not sure. Sorry about that. I thought that. we just jumped right into nope, it. Nope, it's called okay. It Follows. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, got a lot of hype that way. Came out in limited release in the U.S. Uh, got uh, amazingly good reviews for a horror movie. And uh, now, in addition to coming to Canada's weekend, it's opening wide, which is really exciting because this was a movie made completely outside of the studio system, and it's, been so, and it's getting a large-scale mass release, which used to happen a lot, doesn't happen very often anymore, and it's really nice to see it happen. How did it manage to get made outside the studio system? Well, it's just an independent movie. Okay. Indies get made constantly. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, this one has been successful enough and works well enough, and anywho, I should get into talking about it. So, uh, it is, it's got a great uh, central hook. Um, it's a uh, STD haunting, essentially. Um, basically, the deal is... If and STD means sexually transmitted disease for those you. people who don't know what that Thank means. You. It's so funny because when I was putting your review up, I'm like, why did he use STD as a tag? Because I'm like, that's sexually... Tra-. I, and, and then, then I had to explain yeah, 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 yeah. to that Melody... Apparently it's, yeah. 
It's central. Yeah. It's it central actually is a yeah. horror about an STD. It is, no, sort of. It's sort, of. sort of. It's an STD haunting. Basically what happens is... Weird. So we're introduced to Maka Monroe, who was in uh, The Guest. Did you see The Guest yet, Mel? Yeah. Hey, which one's The Guest? The Guest is the one with the uh, the guy who uh, goes, goes, shows up at the family's house. He says he was... He says he... Was, he fought in combat with their son who died as a soldier and then he sort of ingratiates himself. Oh, I've heard this movie. Yeah, I've heard of them. it. Yeah. It's freaking great. It's really good. I'll, I'll lend it to you. Um, anywho, um, so, Megan Monroe, between this and the guests, is already turning into a little mini John starlet. Um, she's great. Uh, anyway, she plays a sort of despondent teen in a in a small town of indeterminate origin with a uh, time period that's hard to pin down. Um, it's the type of thing where like people are reading books on a uh, sort of Kindle that's in a makeup flip book, but at the same time they all use old two televisions and watch uh, 30s monster movies, so it's hard to determine exactly what time it takes place. It's so timeless. Inter- yeah, interesting. An interesting little okay. timeless world. STDs are timeless. Yes, they always that's are. That's true. So anyway, uh, uh, yeah. she uh, is dating this 21-year-old dude, and they get down to it, and... Uh, then she wakes up tied to a wheelchair and he explains that she's now been infected with uh, a haunting um, basically how it works is if you have sex with someone who's infected <laughs> then you uh, there is this uh, spirit demon ghost whatever you want to call it it's never fully explained that's part of the fun that uh, will follow you at an even measured pace and if it gets close to you and touches you you're dead right. and you can get away you can run away with it it's always moving at a slow pace but it will always be following you no matter how far away you get it will eventually catch up with you yes. And the only way to... Uh, no one else can see it except people who have also been infected. And the only way to get rid of it is to have sex with someone else and pass it along. Pass it on, right? However, if that person... If it catches up with that person, then it goes back to you right on down the line. So, yeah, right? This sounds amazing. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, uh, yeah, she gets infected. And then the whole movie is sort of her and her despondent friends trying to struggle to deal with said problem. Uh, so, uh, and it just wasn't an option for her to just go and find some other guy and sleep with him. And oh, I say, can't get into spoilers. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, but and but like she's I said, tied to a wheelchair. Yeah, that's just when she's explained okay. what it is. And, but like I said, Wayne, if she does have sex with someone and they get caught, mm-hmm. it's going to come back from her. Yeah. You never really get rid of this. Thing. Yeah. So even if she dies, would it revert back to the person, the person who gave it to her? Even if it, if she died, so that that does explain or, why yes. she yeah. had to be tied to a wheelchair and have this explained to her because that guy does not want her dying. Exactly. And then having the ghost come back yeah. to him. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. When the ghost comes back to you. Does it start where it left off, or is there like yeah. twenty feet, or what? <laughs> Yeah, like it's just always moving towards whoever yeah, but like, it is. If I infected you and you died and the ghost came back to me, where would he start? Where From he where left off yeah. before? Yeah, it would kill me and then it would start walking towards you wherever you are. Interesting. Yeah, so um, it's a very clever concept. Obviously, in addition to being creepy in a kind of like final destination, you can't avoid death kind of way, um, has uh, some uh, thematic weight to it. Um, sorry if I don't think it's an accident that this is about kids losing their virginity and then suddenly realizing they're going to die. Um, I think that's, you know, coming at all. Do, do you think that this the movie is going to be... cold death you know, comes to you. Do what? you think this movie is going to be championed by, like, Christian organizations yes. where they're just going to show it to abstinence? all the kids and say, see, see, watch this movie. I already saw a review of it that said they should use it to teach sex education. Yeah, okay. well, but the Christian... No, I don't think it will because no, no, mo- right. no movie series was more anti-sex than Friday the 13th and the Christians hated it. Okay. So, anyway... Um, I mean, it may be good for, like, yeah, teaching kids to not fuck yeah. too early, but it's not going to work for Christians. Anywho. Uh, well, we'll teach them to have sex often. But, so uh, but get, getting rid of the demon. There's that, and then also it does suggest that there are spirits not created by Jesus, which 
Christians aren't into. That's also true. Anywho, um, so uh, in addition to yeah, being clever and a good hook, it's also incredibly well made. Uh, do 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 uh, David Robert Mitchell. Uh, it's the second feature. His last one was called The Myth of the, the Great. I think it's the myth of the American sleepover was sort of a little Ooh, weird. I just little, saw that. Yeah, he little kind of weird dramedy uh, yeah. about weird about you know sad lonely kids. This sort of is exactly that, only with a sweet ghost in it. Um, he also, uh, in terms of making it, was very, 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 very clearly influenced by John Carpenter. Um, nice. It's shot in scope. It's mostly done with sort of long, creeping tracking shots. It really plays off the. Uh, technique of the original Halloween where you're just constantly expecting uh, it to pop up in the corner of the frame so there's no scene once the premise has been established in which you aren't uneasy um, which it's, it's interesting that it was interesting to see it because he d- does it incredibly well but w- what struck me was it, it's amazing that no one's really been using the te- that technique now that we all have widescreen TVs because yeah. that was the only problem with it was Halloween didn't really work on VHS you kind of needed to see it in widescreen and now everything's in widescreen so anyway it was cool to see him do it he does it extraordinarily well he puts his own stamp on it and in addition to um, aping the sort of visual style and also for that matter the sort of slow moving not really a zombie kind of a zombie is also very much a John Carpenter staple um, in addition to all that he also has a really really amazing uh, sync 80s style t- uh, score that again is very reminiscent of John Carpenter without feeling like a knockoff. They do a really good job of sort of being inspired doing their own thing. And it's just incredibly, incredibly well made. Very creepy, great concept, great cast too. That makes a huge difference. Um, it's very rare to find a horror movie that doesn't have a single bad performance in it. And that helps a lot. Um, however, um, all that being said, I think it's wonderful. I think you should run and see it. It is ultimately just kind of a clever little horror movie, very well made. It's, you know, when any, whenever a movie this strong comes out, it happened with The Babadook uh, in the fall. Mm-hmm. Everyone says, oh, this is the greatest horror movie the last 10 years. It's the scariest movie ever. If you believe that, you're not going to like it. Yeah, follows because it. it's not, yeah, it's it's very well done. Absolutely. It's not the greatest thing ever. So don't believe the hype that much, but at the same time, do believe it enough to race out and see it because it is very, very clever, very well done. And I'm really, really excited to see what this guy does next because he, killed totally, this one totally plays on my childhood too. yeah well that's the other thing is it's been a long time since there's been a horror movie where you just sort of explain the premise and people are like that's great i want to see that yeah. and uh you know and and that's you know that's as kind of as good as it gets when i used to lie down as a child i could hear like thumping in my ear yeah. i thought maybe i was like what if that's something come to get me and eventually it will catch up to me oh yeah i think so it's very close totally well i think that's a pretty classic elemental fear i mean that's even what mike myers played off initially before you know he got turned the slasher phrase sort of changed what it is but yeah no very much uh yeah but absolutely that's very much um playing off that fear it's great it plays off a lot of fears um and uh yeah very well done how is it in terms of pacing i mean it's like does it actually get really tense where you're just sort of sitting there going like yeah no halloween's the uh, the perfect comparison point okay because like i said it's like once it's established it doesn't matter where they go it's gonna happen and you're just constantly on edge waiting for it to appear. So, so and again, through the widescreen framing, yeah. it's always framed in such a way where you're like, okay, that window, that's mm-hmm. where it's coming. I'm going to focus on that. And maybe it'll come, maybe it won't. You don't know. 
So, so the way this works is that it just inevitably gets closer and closer, or can you actually run away and put more distance between you, you and... You can run away and, as far and, as you want, okay. but it's always going to be walking but it's always gonna you. So like you. And it's never going to speed up. Yeah. It's never yeah. going to run at you. It's always going to walk at a okay. very even pace, and it's Towards always you. coming to you. So you can okay. fly across always. the world, and you can go about your business, but eventually it will catch yeah. up. Well, yeah, it'll I mean, get it's there. like if you're on the plane and you know where to go and it pops up, then well, you're no, I don't screwed, think that. And the other thing that's interesting... It moves slowly, though. I think it's going to pop up in your plane. Yeah, totally. Like It'll take a while, but it'll find you. And the other thing that's cool about it is that um, you can never guarantee what it'll look like. Um, it oh, could really? look like it could look like a former victim. It could look like your mom. It could be anything. Oh, so you don't even know. Nope. Oh, so it doesn't just oh, appear as like a long-haired ghost girl that's nope. in all in. No, so it could be just, just a person. Anything. Like, oh, okay. it's a, it might be a long-haired ghost girl at one point to freak mm -hmm. you the fuck out, but mm -hmm. that's not specific. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's a shapeshifter as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just taps so, you and you're gone? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, anybody that's walking towards you could potentially be this thing, and you just don't know until Exactly, it, uh, and I assure you they take full wow. advantage of that. Yeah. Okay. And right. the other thing that's really cool with it, though, the other thing I really liked about it is they keep it ambiguous. They never explain exactly what it is, mm -hmm. which I think is really crucial in a horror movie. It's part of, again, yeah. Michael Myers. What made Michael Myers so frightening is that you didn't know who, why, or what. Mm -hmm. Until Rob Zombie got a hold of him. Yeah. Well, yeah, that had its own appeal. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, this is... Yeah, go see it. Solid. Good stuff. Good. Wayne it can't is. see it in theaters, though, because he can't slow it down. I know, that, he can't yep, take it. But like I said, it's like, not, yeah. your technique's not going to work for it, because pretty well every scene has suspense. Oh, okay. So you're just oh, going to have to... Oh, Wayne, what are you going to do? Watch the whole movie? You're just going to have like to grin and bear it. I might have to watch the whole thing and fast forward first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're just going to have to grin to and that. bear it. Yeah. It's so. not that bad. Like, there's some gore, but it is very tastefully done. Um, I think it's gore that bothers Wayne, though. Yeah, it's not... It, it what it, It's a movie that's very... It's the build-up. That's what gets to you. Yeah. And that's what you're watching it for. Yeah, so... And, yeah, great stuff. Go see that. That sounds great. It is. Thank you, Phil. No problem. And actually, I think it's now STI. They've changed it. STD is so I thought 80s. STI was a different no, thing. It's, it's a what does that stand for, then? Sexually transmitted infection. Yeah, infection. I thought that's the thing. Because it said something it about different. disease sounded really, like, incurable. Okay, so this, this so is just okay. more political like, correctness. Yeah. Chlamydia and stuff is an STI because you can STD actually... STD sounds better, though. I'm sticking with STD. It's very 80s. Yeah. You're so retro. Yeah. I know. I'm cool as shit. Yeah. Thank See, you. so yeah, you'd, you'd be perfect in Ready Player One because you know, you're, be you're still using that yeah, 80s lingo. Damn right. Yeah. Wayne. Yeah, you are both bodacious and awesome and not <laughs> grody at all. You know it. Yeah. Isn't so. that early 90s, that stuff? No, that's pure 80s. Is it? That's, that's 80s Valley Girl speak okay. right there, yeah. That's straight from the gallery of man. It was, it was around in the nineties, yeah. but I think it originated in the eighties. Yeah, okay. it totally did. Yeah, that's that's mall speak from the gallery yeah. in right like, you know, California. Cowabunga. So, yeah. Wayne, what you been playing? Um. Oh my God, so many things I've been playing. Um. This was like Adventure Game Month for me. It's kind of crazy. It's like we got um, Tales from favorites. Borderlands, which I talked about uh, last time. Then there was Life is Strange, which I also got to play, and then there was the Game of Thrones game. Which I also got to play. Point and uh, flick and point and flick. Yeah. Um, was there anything else? Uh, I talked about Battlefield Hardline last week, I guess. Mm. So, yeah. So, I will just talk then about um, yeah the adventure games. I'll talk about Life is Strange. Because... Yeah, you I also you played, played something the first else. chapter of that. Hmm? Surgeon Simulator. Oh, yes. You played something uh, that you actually didn't yes. review, which is nice to hear about, because everyone can read your reviews online. So yeah. tell us about the thing you didn't review. Okay. So, yeah, I, I played Life is Strange just because I'm, like, you know, really getting into the series, even though Reed McCarter is the one doing, like, the super reviews of that game. Um, she doesn't like it as much as you, does he? I don't know. It's the one about I'm the teen girl. Yeah, it's, it's the teen girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with the psychic powers of, yeah. like, manipulating time and all that sort of yeah. thing. And it's like... And 
I both really liked and really didn't like this second installment because, like, as far as the plot goes, it's like it, it was like starting to get really, really heavy, mm. especially when I got to the end. I mean, I don't want to give away any spoilers or anything like no that. Spoilers. But yeah, but you know, it's like yeah, something happens right at the end where you're kind of like sitting there, white knuckle, going like, "Oh my god, I have to be really careful about what happens next because I do not want to screw this up." Um, but yeah, it got really tense, um, and I was really surprised at how it hits on like you know. Um, relevant teen concerns in like a John Hughes way because like okay this is something that none of us ever had to deal with but like you know there's one girl in this um, game who has to deal with the fact that you know it's like well first somebody made her drink something and she didn't know what was in it but she drank it anyway it's a date rape is what you're getting at here the next thing you know you know it's like all over the internet there's like you know viral videos of her just like making out with all of these guys and she doesn't have any recollection of this at all but of course you know it's, it's on the internet and her fellow students are very internet savvy so of course they've all seen the video and I was just kind of looking at it going like oh man I'm so glad that you know it's like back in our day and age we did not have to deal with somebody just being able to like post a video out there of what we were up to mm-hmm. that everybody could just click on the link and watch yeah. but you can you still know. be uh, Ruth Reed Wayne yeah, yeah. I didn't still have, time I didn't have like VHS tapes that went around yeah but but you know it's like yeah but yeah not not with the ease of like oh yeah I'm just on my phone I'm just gonna go and watch this now it's like <gasps> I just saw what she did it's like hey dudes just come over here and check this out on my phone it's, yeah. it's it was one of those, like, man, in some ways kids really have it rough because, you know, we did not have to deal with that kind of thing when yeah. we were but they also, going to school. But they also have access to YouTube, so, you know. Yeah, they do. Take. Yeah. And yeah. Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They don't have to go to a library anymore, mm-hmm. Wayne. So, so I, was, I was really impressed with, you know, it's like the fact that there's still, like, you know, this John Hughes vibe just with, like, you know, the modern twist of, mm-hmm. you know, the way kids have to deal with social media, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, they kind of dropped the ball on uh, some of the adventure gaming stuff. Like, there's one part in the game where, for whatever reason, somebody tells you, okay, we're going to be doing some target practice with a pistol now, and I need you to go off and gather five bottles for us to shoot at. And that took me 45 minutes to find all Why? five bottles because they did a really good job of hiding the bottles in like out of the way places and because this is an adventure game they did not give you the ability to jog or run so the character just slowly walks all over the place while you're doing this so you're like, like that demon from the movie yeah just slowly walk in to find the bottle yeah exactly so you know it's like as far as the bottles were concerned it's like it follows you know just yep. yeah and yeah, it, it was little things like that where it was just like, I was really getting into the groove of this. You guys had like this great sense of narrative momentum going. And now all of a sudden I just hit this brick wall of me slowly wandering around in this junkyard trying to track down five bottles. Why did you do that? You guys were doing so great up until this moment. And uh, the game kind of starts and stops that way where there will be like, you know, great story moments or even great gameplay moments where it's like really smart applications of rewinding time. But then it gets into this weird let's go old school adventure gamey mode where we're just going to have you like doing the 21st century equivalent of the pixel hunt where you're just going everywhere hoping that you can find something to interact with so that you can finally advance the story. Did you end up looking up where the bottles were? No. You I, I just did it the hard way which is why it took me nearly an hour to do because I was just like, you know, it's like no, I'm, I'm just going to do this and see how long it takes and it took a really it's long a time. a brick wall in the story. Yeah. Just I, I, I mean, I would actually advise people like, you know, just, just look online to like find this because otherwise it's really going to kill the momentum of the story for yourself and mm. it's a real shame that that would have to happen. So, you know, as far as the puzzles go, at least with this game, yeah, I would tell people, eh, normally I would say you should try and, you know, have the discovery and joy of figuring out stuff for yourself, but maybe not with this game, whatever. yeah. Just figure out where the bottles are from a guide and just go and get it. Um, 
but you know, like yeah. Other than that, I, I I do like the game. It's just it's very uneven. Um, the you can tell that this is dialogue being written by like French people who are then having to find somebody translated into English, because the the teenagers here are so painfully self consciously trying to be modern. Uh, Didn't you talk about this last time? Yeah, I I, I mean, like, you know, one of the girls, I mean, it's like she flat out says with a straight face, this is amazeballs. And I'm like, okay, now I know that I've read people using this ironically on, like, you know, internet forums and all that, but you just had this girl using it as if this was just, like, you know, everyday slang term that all the kids use. And I don't know if that's actually true or not. But she's acting like it is. I haven't heard that word in. Yeah. In, in a non-sarcastic Yeah, I mean, I've, re- I've read people using that term, but I've never actually heard anybody say the phrase amazeballs, but she did. You know, and then that, it's like, it's little moments like that that kind of just like, you know, kind of pull you out where it was like, oh, that, that was some really awkward dialogue that just happened. But then they get into like the teen crisis stuff and that stuff is well done and you kind of like get over the speed bump and get into the story again. So it's just little things like that where on the one hand I'm really pulling for them. It's like, you guys are doing so well. That was great. And then there's the brick wall or the stilted uh, dialogue that kind of pulls me out again. I was like, "Ah, I kind of wish that you guys hadn't stumbled like that. But the game is strong enough overall that I'm willing to forgive that stuff. I'm really really interested to see how you feel next time you sit down and play the next episode, like before you start it. Yeah. If you're going to be excited or a little worried. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, it's like, you know, fortunately, the the game just ended on a really strong note. You know, it's like, yeah, like like I said, the conclusion was like they're... They they tackled, um, you know, it's like a pretty serious issue. I've I've been reading um, people's reactions to the second episode online and I mean there are some people who are like flat out they're like I got to the end and it made me cry they just completely mm. broke up you know it's like that that segment which um, has multiple results um, okay. uh, it can go one way or the other and for some people it just destroyed them where they were like I was so upset so after that happened um, the other thing that I find really interesting about this is that they've actually done a better job than Telltale of actually making your choices matter Oh, okay. Yeah, they they have choices are very. Yeah, yeah. they have ac- they have actually beat Telltale at the choice and consequence game, which has really surprised me because there's like stuff that you can do in the first episode where I'm kind of like, eh, take it or leave it. I guess that doesn't really matter. And then you come up on moments within the second game, or second episode already, where good stuff or really bad stuff can go down just based on like what you thought was an off-the-cuff remark oh, or good. whether you decided to do or not do something to another character. I, I hated that yeah. in, in Telltale's like Walking Dead because yeah. I went and I played a good character for a while and then I wanted mm-hmm. to do uh, Be Told Dick mm-hmm. but I accidentally saved over my good character file so oh, I had to okay. keep going with the Dick character but the second episode they didn't even really remember any of it. No, these these characters remember, yeah. So there there were actually moments that really caught me off guard where you know, it's like I was like, you know, kind of jerky to somebody. And then as a result of that, you get to like, you know, a, a character obstacle or dilemma. And they remember the way you just thought it was just an innocent slight where it was like I, that was just like, you know, just a little one liner. It shouldn't have mattered. But they hold it against you. And that avenue is actually close to you. And you're like, oh, man, should I go back and replay the first game <laughs> and actually be nice to that person now? Because they, they actually took that personally. And I didn't think that they would, but they did. And. You know, I actually feel kind of bad because now they're actually bringing it up with the whole. It's like you know, it's like, and that really hurt when you said that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I didn't think that it was going to matter that much, but you're actually making me feel kind of shitty now. So, so yeah, there are, there are moments like that. You know, which is 
why I feel kind of bad because you know it's like there are so many things that this game gets right and then they stumble unnecessarily with like mm-hmm. the roadblocks with the puzzle solving or you know yeah just the yeah the the awkward phrasing of like you know this is this is what all the hep teens are saying these days and it's like no they really aren't. I think they just talked to one teen. Yeah, well maybe they did, but you know it's like o- overall I like I like where this game is going. I mean it's like you know when when it is flawed it kind of bugs me a bit, but. It it still does so many things right, and it's you can tell that you know the guys that are making this this is this is something that they really believe in. They they didn't go in and say okay our market research indicates that this is what the hip kids are into, so let's just you know pump out some soulless product you know based on market appeal. You know it's like they they really are sincerely committed to the story that they're telling here, and I respect them a lot for that. It's just that you know they're not necessarily on the ball with every single aspect. So I'll be really interested to, you know, it's like see what Reed thinks when he's done with it. But, um, you know, it's like, yeah, I did like it, warts and all, and some of those warts are pretty significant. But, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And I would actually say to all the adventure game guys out there, if, you, if you're looking for something a little different that actually more often than not manages to capture the spirit of, like, insecure, alienated teens, even though every once in a while it completely falls off the wagon and screws up, it gets back on that wagon and manages to carry you forward a little bit more. So, yeah. Um, Life is Strange, Episode 2. Yeah, surprisingly enjoyable, although significantly flawed, is what I would have to say about it. Box code. But, yeah. But I, but I would recommend it for, for people that like, you know, a compelling story. Okay. The story does pull you in. It's just, it stumbles. Is it more emotional while. than The Walking Dead? Um, I don't know. I don't know yet. It seems like it has. So far, the, it seems like it, it seems like, like it. the. It seems like it has the potential to go yeah. there. I mean, like I said, you know, it's like some people were crying over the ending. Yeah. To, uh, and that's only the second, the second episode. episode. I can't yeah. imagine what the last episode is going yeah. to be like. But I mean, it's like it, it hits hard. I mean, it goes after some pretty relevant issues to teenagers. So you know, yeah, it's like it's not pulling punches. All right. I'm gonna ask Phil if he's been playing anything. Played a bunch of Mario three. Okay then. Just being Any particular reason? Just felt like I just it. Love Mario Three. Is it actually on SNES? Uh, no. Um, it was on uh, my 3DS. Ooh. Um, so yeah, I um, I, I had uh, some old Howard, some uh, recent Howard Stern uh, clip bits and interviews I wanted to catch up on. So I threw those on and played some Mario Three, and it was awesome. Is that why you were wondering when he's like at a party? Yeah, I think a lot about Howard Stern. He's a big part of my life. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Not that big. I don't mean to exaggerate. No, I like him. Yeah, I think he's, uh, yeah, he does some of the best interviews, and he's just, uh, is, you know, pioneer in content and uh, issues and things he's, that he brings he's something, up. something, that's for sure. He's an interesting guy. He's a really interesting right. guy. See, now, that reaction, Mal, suggests that you haven't delved that deep into Howard. I story. haven't. I really haven't. See, that's the thing. Because I, I totally understand, because obviously... But on the surface, he just seems like... Well, yeah, he presents an yeah. image that suggests something, but the truth matters if you actually listen. He, he's, like, a deeply honest guy. He's done some... Why am I? We're, I don't need to talk about no. Howard Stern on the podcast. It, uh, you Never mind. All right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Wayne, would I've you been l- playing Howard Stern. You've been playing Howard story, Stern. Yeah. <laughs> when would you like to talk about sim- Surgeon Simulator? Well, see, I've only done, like, the first round, and then my wife made me stop. Okay, so why did she make you stop? Because she found it both hilarious and horrifying. Like, How well, is do it you horrifying? do you do you know what Surgeon Simulator is? I mean, I'm assuming it's a simulator it's game amazing. involving surgery. It's a maze okay. balls. There you go, Wayne. All right, and, so it's, and it's uh, move based, right? It's, it is move based. Yeah. Yes, you're a one handed surgeon. So yeah. the way Surgeon Simulator works is like Octodad. Yeah. It, it <sighs> relies on like you know broken controls. 
Yeah. It is deliberately, you know, it's like clumsy and unresponsive. Yeah. And then what you do is like, you know, the very first mission that they give you is you've got to do a heart transplant, uh, but they're giving you like, you know, uh, hammers and jigsaws <laughs> and all kinds of other things with these horrible, horrible controls. Mm-hmm. So you try to do something like, you know, make a nice, neat, you know, it's like incision on the rib cage to start working on it. But instead you smash it to bits and start like, you know, hammering into the lungs as well, all completely by accident. So... My wife was actually watching me play this, and she was seeing that I was really trying to be careful, but it's impossible to be it's, careful. It's so. not trauma center; it is yeah. surgeon simulator. But yeah, so when she was, so when she saw me, like you know, just like hammering into the lungs accidentally and all that, she started laughing. But yet at the same time, while she was giggling, she was like, "That's horrible! That's horrible! Stop it! Stop it! You're gonna kill the guy! You're gonna kill him!" Oh and, my god! And, and then she was like, "I can't! I can't!" And you're you like, "No, to, just stop it!" So you she have made to play me stop. With her. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. it's. The Point. Yeah. Supposed yeah. To have that reaction? She just she just got stressed out over. I mean, okay. The thing you have to understand about my wife is that she has, um, uh, an, you know, it's like she's got kind of like this neurotic thing where she has very little tolerance for mistakes. Wow. It mistakes bug her a lot. So when she sees me playing a game where it is engineered to encourage you to make as many mistakes as possible, yeah. while she was enjoying the fact that, you know, it's like yeah. the mistakes are hilarious. It's gonna get, it's it, gonna was, it was also yeah. like, you're killing that guy and you're supposed to save him. You're screwing up. Big stop it, stop it before you screw up so much that you kill him. So, so she basically made me stop before the guy could die. Cause, you, oh, man, yeah. you have to play with her. It's great when you have yeah. two people. It is so But yeah, it was it was hard. driving it was driving her nuts because she just she really did not want me to see to see me screw this up, even though she was laughing at the fact that I was hammering into lungs and stuff like that and you know, blood everywhere. You're just you're a one handed surgeon with no glove and a wa- wristwatch yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I mean okay, it works with the dual shock four, but does it actually also work with the PlayStation move controllers or not? I don't know if it actually works with the move controllers. Yeah. We played with the oh, just regular dual shocks, yeah. 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 But I mean, it's like yeah, it, it does work with the dual shocks, and it, it detects the motion of the dual oh, shocks. I mean, you're still shifting yeah. it around like that. You're not using the analog sticks yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't know whether it would actually work with the PS Move controllers proper. Try and get her to play one round with you. Okay, just try. All right. When she gets back. Playing anything now? I played Mario Party Ten. Oh, how was it? Actually, it's pretty good. Is compared, it? Especially compared to like you're, I. You're reviewing this it. now. I am. Okay. So review yeah. in progress. Yeah. Okay. I disliked Mario Party Nine quite I a bit. I remember. As yes, as now was remember. Mario Party Nine the last one on the Wii, or was that on the Wii U? It was on. Oh my God! Uh, I think it was on the Wii U. I think that's why we bought a Wii U. Oh, okay. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's why we bought a Wii U. So this one fixed and addressed all the problems that you had with the last one. Actually, oddly enough, my huge, my biggest problem with the last one was you move as one yeah, entity, yeah, 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 yeah. and I hated that yeah. to no end. And in this one, in the main, there's actually different. Like there's different kinds you can play, and in the main one, yes, again you move as one entity, but it doesn't bother me as much because it just fixed it. It just fixed it somehow. It's not as ridiculous as it was before, yeah. yeah. And they actually do have a mode where you can play on just a square board and you do moves individually, oh, okay. which is nice. Yeah. But it's not as complex as are the, mini- uh, the mini games are fun. Yeah, some of them are just, of course, tedious and stupid, but yeah. But overall, they're, they're Mario like they're Mario Party games. Yeah, I know they're, they're fun. Yeah. And the uh, the one thing I did realize playing this is we have a crap ton of amiibos at our house. Yes. And you can use your amiibos, obviously, to play Mario Party. Oh, perfect. And we got really excited, and we scanned in an amiibo, and apparently you can only have one game on amiibo at a time. Oh, seriously? Yep. So we had to erase our Smash Brothers from Mario to use him in Mario Party. That's really frustrating. But that is marketing for Nintendo, because then you go out and buy more amiibos. Of course, but that's still stupid. 
yeah, I was really upset when we scanned it. I was like, I don't want to erase it. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. I like had a little hissy fit and then calmed down and played Mario Party. Okay, well, I'm glad you were able to get past it. For now. Yeah. We only have two that we can use the Mario Party because the rest are all Smash Brothers. So we went out and bought more Amiibos. So Nintendo's, it's working for them. We bought more Amiibos, but Obviously, it's a yeah, they know what they're doing. But if you liked Mario if you like Mario Party, even if you like Mario Party 9, you'll obviously like 10. If you like any of the Mario Parties, you can probably find something in this one you like because there's just so many different modes you can play. Mm. The main mode is uh, you're actually being chased by Bowser. My only complaint is Bowser always wins. Yeah. We have not actually v- defeated Bowser because the game is cheap for Bowser. Like You can play as Bowser and you'll win, and the computer can play as Bowser and he'll win. So That's I will rant about unfortunate. that. Unfortunate. It is because you can get to the finish line and they hide the star and one of three enemies and if you don't guess right they knock you back then Bowser catches up to you again it's slightly ridiculous how cheap it is stupid Bowser he's a real pain in the nards as you can tell I think Phil wants to go home (laughs) (laughs) yeah no sorry thanks Phil for being so interested in my (laughs) time no 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 no. it sounds fun no I try I was engaging you this entire time now actually do you like the Mario Party series yeah totally they're fun yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never actually played. I mean, any of like they are what they are. It's mini games, yeah. right? So like, if you're you not into mini games, you're not going to love it. I have to admit, like, I prefer uh, WarioWare. See, I don't. I don't like. No, I like just so nutty in Japanese. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> These games at least make so and much I haven't sense. Played I think those, and I haven't played that eight bit remake remix uh, series that they've started doing, but it sounds fun. Have you tried it? No. It's an online only thing, and it's ba- it's mini games, but they're all based around original NES titles. Oh, okay. So you have to do like weird challenges yeah. within like Mario One. No, I haven't played uh, it. It like, it looks like a blast. I just have never gotten it. I if should. you would add me to the Wii U, Phil, we play together. And there Every we go. We'll there it is. Yeah, yeah, we'll I was I was wondering how long that would take to we'll resurface. Wayne, what was the last Nintendo console you owned? That's an interesting question. Uh, I'm gonna guess 64. No, actually, you the, last, the last Nintendo console. Oh no, you must have gotten away. Was like a Super Nintendo. Oh, you really? didn't even do make it a 64. Huh? You didn't even make it up to like, yeah, you didn't even get 64. No, nope. surprising. Wow. Nope. You and PlayStation, because you yeah. were older though. Wayne so yeah. abandoned Nintendo. Yeah, because we were we yeah. were like in the Nintendo age group still. Yeah. Because yeah. if you were older, PlayStation was like the gateway drug. Yeah, exactly. Serious games. Yeah. So you actually haven't played a Nintendo title for probably a very long time. In a very long time. Oh. Really? You didn't even get a Wii for the motion controls? No, I didn't. <gasps> Can we have a nope. whole new video series of just Wayne plays Nintendo? It'll probably be very boring. Yeah. Since, you know, it's like it'll be sitting there with me trying to figure out the game systems and then eventually figuring out how to get a platinum they're and then realizing I can't get a platinum exactly. on these things. Yeah. That they're sounds way more interesting. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're for children, Wayne. Yeah. You can pick them all up very quickly. Yeah. yeah. So. That's part of the joy. Anyway, I think yeah. that's it for us this week. Of course, you can find us at cgmagonline.com. You can find Wayne's reviews of stuff he didn't talk about today, like Border- Tales from Borderlands and Game of Thrones, episode oh, and the, three and, and two. the Handsome Collection. The Handsome I, I also Jack played Collection. That. Yes. Yeah. You played a lot of Borderlands. That was a whole lot of Borderlands. It was a whole yeah. lot of Borderlands. Of course, at cgmagonline.com. And Phil's full review of It Follows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's all you've done recently, right? Uh, yep. Yep. Is well, there. I mean, I've done magazine stuff. Yes, that's yeah. magazine stuff. Yes. It's not online. Yeah. Actually, your interview with Ed Brubaker is amazing. Oh, yeah. That's I could not stop reading that. I told I you guys it would like, be good. Oh, so much yeah. good stuff yeah. in there. I yeah. told you it was good. Yeah. I think we should save that for print. But I thought we were. It looks like it might be in the next issue. There you go. Anyway, also Facebook.com <laughs> slash Comics Creator Magazine. Google Plus at Google.com slash Little Plus Sign CG Mag Online. And Twitter at CGM Plus. Phil, what's your Twitter? Because you yelled at me last at week. At that Phil Brown. And I didn't yell. I was just stern. 
Brendan's is bfry26, mine is kicks and chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N, chaos, and Wayne is real Wayne Santos, but he'll never answer you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's honest, he won't true. answer he won't. you. Yeah, he won't. He doesn't like people, no. so. And this weekend, we're having a special CGM plays with the WWE and Cody. So make sure you check that out on Sunday. We'll see you then.